Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Red Zone Rants, brought to you by State of Sports Utah. My name is Jake, and I'm the podcast's resident Utah fan. Today, we're going to be talking about Utah football. Very specifically, we're going to be diving into the question, answering if Nate Johnson should play in the Rose Bowl. Okay, so let's dive into it here right away. So, in case you're new and you just don't have to know, you know, the who's who, uh, Nate Johnson is a true freshman quarterback from Clovis, California. Uh, he's appeared in exactly four games. Arizona, Stanford, Oregon, and, of course, the Pac-12 championship against USC. So, right now, Nate Johnson and the, st- and the coaching staff at the University of Utah has a choice and a decision to make whether or not Nate Johnson should redshirt because he has played four games and can still redshirt. If he plays a fifth game, he can no longer redshirt and has to burn his freshman year of LA, right? And so we still have one more game left in the season, that being the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl obviously being the biggest stage and the biggest game and really the most important game up to this point, right? Getting getting the Utes their very first Rose Bowl victory and their first bowl game victory since 2017 to Heart of Dallas Bowl. And so just thinking about it from an offensive coordinator standpoint, having Nate Johnson in really causes some chaos. We definitely saw throughout his uses just what he was able to do. Obviously, Arizona, no one really knew who he was because it was his first appearance. Uh, he had two touchdown runs, and no one really saw it coming. We got a first glimpse at his excellent speed. Stanford, uh, he did have a pass, and that pass went straight to Logan Kendall and got sneaked in for his very first touchdown, meaning he is 100% in completions with that only one passing attempt. He did play in Oregon, however, uh, as you might see, he has no stats for that game because simply put him in as a distraction. He didn't get the ball, he didn't run it, he didn't get a pass two, he didn't throw a pass. However, he did uh, step on the field, and so that, do- that does count. However, that's uh, the, offen- the offensive coordinator using him as a distraction. And then, of course, in USC, not only did he run the ball, but he also caught the ball. In and so having Nate Johnson in the game definitely allows for a certain level of chaos, right? A certain level of nobody knows exactly what's going to happen when he steps on the field. Sometimes uh, he's under center and he takes the snap, and <laughs> whether Rising's in the game or not, sometimes Rising lines up as a wide receiver, as a, once again, using that whole setup as a distraction, right? So there's many different ways. Nate Johnson steps on the field, he's either running it, uh, he's going to step back to pass, or maybe he's going to catch the pass. And so having that versatility and just kind of that chaos element to the offense, I really don't think could be understated. Now, granted, we've only seen him take a couple of snaps each time, each in each of these games. And so, you know, it's if, for example, we don't have these particular packages, then it's not necessarily something that will make or break the game, right? But it definitely you know, disrupts the flow of the defense and adds another element for them to have to plan for and take time out of, you know, out of their, out of their practicing in order to, you know, plan for. And, and granted that, you know, they're going to do that and prepare for that, whether he steps on the field or not. So that's just something to consider, right? So let's go first for the cons, right? Uh, you know, if he does not play, then he saves his uh, you know, he can still redshirt, and then he walks onto the field next camp as a redshirt freshman, right? He still has four more years of eligibility, and 
if he gets a starting job or even if he doesn't, he still has some years to burn in order to not be, you know, in order to still be able to play valuable starter starter reps in order to be the starter and in order to be the starter in years to come for a good number of years, right? And so I guess it really comes down to uh, can he win the job, right? So let's now take a look at who's in the roster, right? So currently in the room, we're going to, of course, in this whole scenario, we're going to assume that Cameron Rising, uh, the current starter, is going to leave for the NFL, right? Whether you think he should or whether it's a smart decision, that's not the topic for today. Maybe I'll do a video about that later. But let's, we're going to assume that Cameron Rising is done. He is he is declaring for the league, and he is out. Right. So currently in the room, uh, we have Luke Botari. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Who's a walk on? You have Brandon Rose, who's also a true freshman and was in the same recruiting class as Nate Johnson. Now Brandon Rose is a very different style of quarterback. You know, he's very much kind of a gunslinger. According to Whittingham, he has the best arm on the team and currently runs the scout team. Right. And so there's definitely some competition with Brandon Rose there. However, you got to think that right now, Nate Johnson is on the field during the games and taking some reps. He's currently listed as quarterback number three ever since Jaquindon Jackson transferred into the running back position, or I guess maybe not transfer, but rather transition into the running back position. Right. And so he's taking he's taking snaps in game, whereas Brandon Rose is not. Right. So you got to think he's got an edge over Brandon Rose. Now, that could change, but you got to think there's some advantage there, right? And then, of course, you have uh, also a walk-on, but a guy with way more reps and way more in-game experience, Bryson Barnes. Everyone, know, everyone knows the pig farmer. Everyone's heard his backstory, and everyone knows where he comes from at this point, right? So uh, no, no need for too much background on the guy from Milford. Uh, but it's, def it's definitely going to be a challenge and a competition for sure. I'm sure that will be the, you know, the main storyline during the spring game and during the fall camp even is Bryson Barnes versus Nate Johnson. Now, here's one thing to consider is at least as of now, and at least as the public has been made aware, Bryson Barnes is still not on scholarship, right? He's still a walk-on even after, you know, coming into the Rose Bowl last year and, you know, taking over for Cam Rising, even after the Washington State game, you know, picking up the torch and carrying on and playing the, whole, the entire game. Uh, as of now, he's still a walk-on. And so you're going to think perhaps the coaching staff doesn't necessarily see him as the heir apparent, even if they trust him to run the offense. If, the way I see it, that's probably the scenario we're looking at, right? He's more of a Drew Lisk kind of player, right? And if anyone remembers Drew Lisk, he was never really a starter, but he was always there as kind of your perfect backup, able to take over if your starter is injured, or for whatever reason, you know, the team trusts him, the coaching staff trusts him to run the offense while the starting guy is out, right? And so, however, it's I think it's safe to say Nate would still have uh, some sort of competition. Now, not currently in the room, but definitely someone to consider and someone that will maybe kind of throw uh, kind of a wild card uh, for the job is incoming quarterback, a uh, current high school senior, and will then be true freshman Mac Howard. Now, Mac Howard's from Mississippi, and uh, at least uh, on his profile, he's listed as a pro-style quarterback. Now, I've seen uh, his tape, and he definitely is a dual threat. He has a very strong arm, and he's able to tuck it and run when he needs to. Now, both of those things, 
Nate Johnson can presumably do well. We've seen his speed. We've seen him on the run. And though we've only seen him uh, complete one pass, at least per his uh, high school footage, he has a very strong arm as well and is very on point. And going back to Mac Howard, um, he may not necessarily get the starting job. In fact, I think it's been, it's been quite a while since a true freshman has started the year as the, the starting quarterback and winning the job outright. However, it's definitely something to say. Uh, it's, he's definitely someone to consider and someone who would definitely be competing for that starting job. So now we're going to move into the pro side of the argument, arguing that he should play in the Rose Bowl and that earning the year of eligibility and being a sophomore in 2023 is a good thing for him, right? So first off, um, being handed the keys to the offense as a sophomore, at least when, you know, theoretically, Andy and Kyle are looking at a sheet of paper of who's in the room, handing your offense over to a sophomore with your perfect backup in Bryson Barnes, uh, having many years of experience, you know, that, that'll look a, a lot better on paper. And even if it's just kind of a semantics, you know, even if it's something that's just semantics that you're considering, it's definitely something that perhaps that could play even a, even the smallest factor. Plus, you will then have set one more game, one more big stage, one more top-rated team that he's going up against, having that extra amount of experience. Because if because if I'm Nate Johnson and I want the starting job next year, right, then I'm going to want as much on-field experience and on-field you know, ability to show why I deserve to be the next guy as, as absolutely possible. Now, he's gone up against Arizona and Stanford this year. We're not, let's just say, not great. He's gone up against Oregon, but he didn't have any stats in that game, right? He was more of a distraction. He did uh, make some big plays against USC, right? But that's only one really good team. Penn State is a really good team. So that's another really good team that you can make look foolish and that you can add to your catalog of reasons of why you, know, you deserve to be the starter, right? And so if I'm Nate Johnson, I definitely say, yes, burn my red shirt. I, I want to be the starter, and I want to prove to you not only that, you know, just to have that game, game experience under your belt, but also to kind of say to the coaching staff, look, playing and contributing to this team is way more important. Now, here's something else to consider. And I've seen this on social media, and it's part of the reason why I've made this little uh, red zone rant and why I started the series is with this particular quarterback, Roman, am your reliable starter, uh, presumably going to the league. And then goes, you're the coaching staff. Do you trust a guy like Nate Johnson or do you go into the portal and nab a guy uh, who perhaps has shown on other teams that uh, he has some promise and some talent? And do you plug and play a quarterback there? Right. So obviously, you know, not to ignore the elephant in the room, the last couple of times we've had a plug and play quarterback from the portal, it hasn't worked out very well. You know, obviously, Charlie Brewer, it comes very first to mind. Jake Bentley also comes to mind. Right. Now, to be fair, Jake Bentley wasn't meant to be the starter. Cam Rising was, but obviously he got hurt at the very beginning of his first game in that season. And then Jake Bentley had to play the rest of the, rest of the season. Charlie Brewer, uh, he was a guy who on paper, looked very good and looked like it would be an excellent addition, right? You know, played at Baylor, had a lot of success over there, uh, won a Sugar Bowl. I remember at spring game, watching him there and thinking that he was pretty good. However, you know, once he actually started uh, running the offense in actual games, that did not turn out to be the case, 
right? And so both of them were plug-and-play quarterbacks. Obviously, Cam Rising was also a transfer, but he wasn't what I call a plug-and-play, right? He sat behind Tyler Huntley. He ran the practice squad for a year. Two, if you count the year he was in, you know, in 2020 when he was injured, you know, there's a little bit of a difference. And that's not to say we haven't had success in the more distant pass from that with plug-and-play transfer quarterbacks before, but I don't know. Maybe it's just Charlie Brewer has left a, a bad taste in my mouth. And personally, I would rather have a guy who's been in the program for a year or two, right? And presumably that's Nate Johnson or even Bryson Barnes, right? Like I'd even rather see Bryson, uh, you know, take over as starter rather than a portal guy, right? But so here, here's the question. If you're Nate Johnson, what can you do to instow enough confidence in the coaching staff? Say, hey, don't go get a portal guy. I'm right here. I'm ready for the starting job. And I think that is, the answer is playing in the Rose Bowl. Once again, I think just convincing the coaches that you are, you know, willing to put the team first, willing to contribute to the team, and just wanting as much experience and, you know, and snaps and plays underneath your belt to prove that you can take on 100% of the playbook, that you can run the offense with efficiency, right? And that you're the guy and that uh, the portal is not the answer for 2023. So, that is is my argument right? for Nate Johnson. I if it's not obvious, I think he should play in the Rose Bowl. I really like his package, and I really like his potential. Everything I've seen from his high school tape, the every snap he's played on the field, though admittedly it is a little bit limited, but every time he stepped on the field, it's worked out. It has, you know, he's got usually gotten a very big play. He's fast. He's got a good arm. You know, Nate Johnson. He's his own kind of quarterback. He's not. He's a talent we haven't had in a very long time. In fact. Everyone, you know, even just comparing Nate Johnson, Brandon Rose, and Mac Howard, that's probably the most amount of young talent we've had in our quarterback room in a very long time. And I think, you know, once again, to defend the don't go get a get a quarterback from the portal, you don't want to express to all these highly ranked, highly skilled quarterbacks that they're still not enough. Right? You have the most, come 2023, you'll have the most talent that this quarterback room has ever had. In especially young talent, right? And you don't want to tell all these guys that you're just going to go to the portal no matter what. They don't get the chance to fight for it. There's one last thing to consider, and it's that if Nate Johnson is everything we hope him to be, right? Everything he's promised to be in that sense, do we really think he'll stay an additional four years in the program? Now, unless he suffers an injury, I don't think he does. I think he starts, that once he's declared the starter, he starts for two years, maybe a third, and then he's in the league. And so when it comes to saving that red shirt and saving that year of eligibility, I mean, he may not even end up using it, right? Because, I mean, if your quarterback's there for five years, then, you know, odds are he's, he's, he has a ceiling. He has a, a much lower ceiling than, than you thought, right? And so with all of that being said, all of that being considered, Nate Johnson and the Utah coaching staff have a decision to make. Nate Johnson playing the Rose Bowl and unable to use his red shirt and burn his first year of eligibility on just five. Right? So I think the answer and the arguments that I've made point to yes. And if not, I'll be cheering for him. I'll be following the, the inevitable quarterback battle in the spring and in the fall. And I'll be, I'll be cheering for number 13. Go Utes, everybody. And thank you for listening to the very first episode of Red Zone Rants. Uh, brought to you by State of Sports Utah. Please give us a like and subscribe and leave a comment thinking, telling me how much you either agree or disagree with my take, whether it be on 
uh, Nate Johnson, the presumed starter. Maybe you prefer Bryson Barnes or Brandon Rose, or maybe you think we should we should get a transfer guy. Uh, let me know anything and everything about well, what opinions you hold on this video down in the comments. And once again, thank you for listening. Oops. Thank you for listening to this State of Sports Utah production. SFX technical support provided by Samantha Knight.